Super Talk Mississippi media production. State Treasurer David McRae is returning record amounts of money to Mississippians, whether it's through the College and Career Savings Program or the millions in unclaimed money awaiting your claim. Treasurer David McRae says get your application and claims today. Treasury.ms.gov. It's a great time to live in Mississippi, and we're talking about it. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, celebrating the people who are working in the trenches to make Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Hope you had a great weekend. Um, listen, I had uh, two great conversations recently within the past week, one with, with Fofo Gillich, the mayor of the of uh, Biloxi, of course, and then with Billy Hughes from Gulfport. And in my conversation with, uh, with Billy Hughes, we talked about the airport and how proud we are, the leadership we have there, and uh, the, the, the great board of trustees that we have there. And the reality is that we, you know, our, our our airport has been diversified, and it's got a bunch of different revenue streams. It, it, that actually helped tremend, tremendously when they're, for, for example, during the pandemic. Um, but but Billy Hughes and I talked about it and thought thought that it would be a great idea to circle back with Clay Williams, who's the executive director for the Gulfport Biloxi International Airport, and just check in with him and share some of the good news. How you doing, my friend? Doing well, Ricky. Always good to be with you. It's always good to be with you too, buddy. Um, you've been having fun these days. It's been, it's been a busy time, but it's been an exciting time for the airport. So, how's we, your family we, doing? Everybody's doing well. Ain't got uh, one one in high school now who's learning how to drive. Uh, so I have to I have to pack my patience and and uh, trying to trying to advise and teach. But uh, then I have one uh, that's an upper elementary school student and uh, lots of energy. So it keeps us keeps us young and uh, keeps it fun. So everybody's doing well. Well, I have, uh, of course, you know, with my three kids went through that step of having to let them spread their wings and drive. And that's an unnerving situation for any family. My friend Travis Dunn, who's a farmer I work with closely up in the Mississippi Delta, at least a bunch of land from him. His nephew, Jackson, who I love to hunt with, is uh, is out driving now. And yeah. see, he's a responsible young man. He's, he's learned well, but it still, still makes people a little bit crazy man so how are you holding up so far well we're, my, my wife alexis and i are sharing those duties uh she probably holds up better than i do <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it i get it and for, for me man this is a fun time of the year because you know it's uh I, I spend a lot of time outdoors, you know, have, uh, I mean, there's no secret to anybody that I love to hunt and fish and just enjoy the outdoors. I, I love being with family and friends at the camp, storytelling and, t- and teaching the kids responsibility and letting them, you know, w- pass down from generation to generation, all the incredible learnings that we've gained over the years and such a great heritage in Mississippi. It's great heritage in, in general, but I love this time of year. It's a great time to be with friends friends and and again my family and now that my have a grandson coming up and uh, and a granddaughter it's just you know it's 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 a great time of the year for us as we zoom toward thanksgiving
of it, man. I mean, which is literally right around the corner. Where yeah. did 2023 go, Clay? It's gone by in a blink of an eye, I tell you. It's, it's, uh, they, they say the older you get, the faster they go. I guess there's some truth to that, huh? <laughs> there is. Hey, one of the things that Billy and I did, and we'll get to the airport next, but uh, one of the things we talked about was, you know, it seems like just yesterday that I put all the Christmas decorations into the attic. It literally feels that way. And now I'm about to take all of it back down again. And, you know, I, I think as we get older, this, the, the, the time between putting the decorations up and taking them back down again seems to get squeezed shorter and shorter and shorter. Maybe that's one of the things about getting old, how fast time flies. When you're younger, you don't really pay that much attention to it. But when you get older, you pay more attention to it, don't you? Yeah, birthdays come around quickly. <laughs> and then you live in the moment more. That's the one thing about, you know, I mean, if you're wise, and most of us do get wise as we get a little bit older, you live more in the moment and appreciate everything around you. And um, I think that's an important way to live your life, don't you? I do. And the fact that you're you're talking about getting outdoors, being able to hunt, being able to fish, I mean, we've got a lot of opportunities in Mississippi, but it's also it's just a good time to disconnect. There's so many, uh, so many distractions with uh, cell phones and, and uh, internet, and if you can if you can get away from it for a bit, it's it's certainly a nice uh, nice thing to be able to do. Hey, listen, okay, so I dropped my iPhone as washing dishes, dropped my iPhone into a little uh, bowl of water. Immediately pulled it out. I was watching a YouTube TV. I was up at the camp watching YouTube TV and watching NFL. And um, I pulled it back out, you know, shook it off and wiped it off, set it back up there, and it kept working fine. And I see, I thought the new iPhone 14s were, were gonna, supposed to handle that, okay? Right. So no real problem. They got, I got home. That was Sunday. Got home, and it started, like, cutting, cutting off and then coming back on, on its own. Cut off and then come back on. Hmm. And then when I got up in the morning, it was still doing it. It then had a stretch where it was doing fine, and then it went to heck in a handbasket. Yeah. The screen turned white, and the uh, the camera lenses fogged up. And buddy, I'm telling you, man, it's been interesting the last couple of days. Being I've been working off my my iPad, right. but not having a phone. I don't know how many times I've reached for it. I mean, we're we're incredibly dependent on that, man. It's a crutch. It is. It is a crutch. Yeah. And of course, you're up in the woods. You want to have a phone because they can. You know, it's got the find me function on it. If something were to happen, and you can communicate with people. Certainly, I want to stay in touch with my family when they're out in the woods. So. Yeah. The phone is, I think it's the worst of, uh, that thing that ever happened and the best thing that ever happened simultaneously. It's, it's a mixed bag, for sure. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so as you look back on 2023, you and I were chatting before the, before the show started. You guys have had a string of good news, man, really focusing on direct, you know, you, I think people like the fact they don't want to connect. So these direct flights are really popular, aren't they? They really are, and, and uh, it, it has been a, a good uh, 2023 here at Gulfport Biloxi International Airport. Been a, uh, a number of accomplishments. We have a great team uh, that works hard every day. We have a have a very strong and supportive board uh, with a lot of expertise. And if you combine that, we we really have been fortunate to have some good success. Uh, we, you and I have talked previously. We've we've upgraded and enhanced the the restaurant offerings here at the airport. We've done a lot of uh, work on our airfield, and again, always working to try to make sure that we've got a safe and secure environment. But then, secondly, 
uh, ensuring that we have a great uh, facility that makes a strong first impression on visitors to this market. You mentioned flight offerings. People are always interested in what's what's new, uh, what's nonstop. I think when working here at the airport, we often hear uh, from from uh, your listeners, those in our community, you know, what are the nonstop offerings where I may not have to connect? We have fantastic connecting service here for our size market. We have Delta with service to Atlanta four to five times a day. We've got uh, United with service to Houston, American service to Charlotte and Dallas. Uh, so you've got great connectivity from Gulfport Biloxi with short layovers, but we always want to add additional non-stops uh, that provide um, inbound visitors the chance to come to the Mississippi Gulf Coast, but also provide our residents the ability to fly and enjoy other markets. The most recent announcement, Ricky, of which you are aware, is uh, Breeze Airways. Very excited to have, one, a new airline coming into Gulfport Biloxi, but we're also pleased to have two new cities, again, as nonstop offerings. They're going to be flying uh, Las Vegas nonstop, which is incredibly exciting. They're going to be flying Tampa, another great market, uh, nonstop, starting those routes January the 12th. They will operate on Fridays and Monday. So again, great opportunity for people to go for a long weekend to Las Vegas, go to a long weekend to Tampa, and a great opportunity for people to come here and visit uh, the Mississippi coast and all the many amenities that we have to offer. And so really pleased to have another airline partner in the market and uh, really um, look forward to seeing them get started in, in January. Hey, Clay, tell me more about Breeze. That was a new one for me. Yeah. So Breeze Airways started um, approximately two and a half years ago, and they're a, uh, they're a new uh, airline. And, and uh, David Neeleman, name may ring a bell, been, been involved in the airline industry for many, many, many years. He was the founder of JetBlue. A lot of people are, are familiar with JetBlue. He was also one of the founders of WestJet in Canada and Asul Airways in South America. So he's got a long uh, track record in working in, in the airline industry and bringing uh, op new operators to, to the market. In particular, the domestic carrier I mentioned is JetBlue. And so his idea was starting uh, an airline that brings an affordable product to underserved markets with a with a nice uh, with nice cabin features and extra amenities that you might not get on some other uh, ultra low cost carriers and so so again they they've started they've expanded rapidly in the last two and a half years they're now uh, operating out of 38 cities in 23 states so Mississippi makes the 23rd state uh, in which they have operations and so they have a uh, they have a flight base. Uh, at, at Tampa where they have planes and crews and they're going to fly both Las Vegas and Tampa from Gulfport Biloxi on an Airbus 220. It's a brand new aircraft. It's being built in Mobile uh, next door at the uh, across the state line and at the Airbus facility. And so again, going to be, be a great offering with some incredible introductory low fares. Tampa introductory fares $29 each way. Las Vegas as low as $59 each way. That's cheap. <laughs> hey, when we come back, we'll continue to talk about the airport with Clay Williams, executive director. We'll see you after this break.
passion and love for Mississippi is why he's here. This is the Ricky Matthews Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to the Ricky Matthews Show from the Citizens Bank Studio. I have my friend Clay Williams, who's the executive director for the Gulfport Biloxi International Airport Authority. Uh, when we went to break, we're talking about this new air, uh, air service, Breeze Airlines. And, you know, it's interesting, Clay, when you talk about Breeze and Airbus specifically, it seems like just yesterday uh, when I had moved from the Sun-Herald over to the to uh, the uh, Mobile Press Register and and we're having responsibilities for Alabama Media Group across the across the state that we were working with the governor editorializing about getting the support we would need to build the Airbus facility in Mobile. I remember the governor going over over to um, what is it called the big the big uh, uh, convention they go to is it Paris or I'm trying to remember the, the Paris Air Show yeah the well. Paris Air Show the Air Show the big international air show right. and uh, the meetings that the governor was having over there well I was so familiar with that because all that was actually happening simultaneously with the oil recovery effort the the, the coastal recovery commission that I was chairman of had over a thousand people involved in it many people from 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 the economic development arena and, and from the airport specifically and the and in between all those meetings, the governor was really focused. Governor Riley was really focused on the Airbus project. And then it comes to fruition. And here we are some years later talking about, you know, completed air jets that are built there. It's amazing how fast that's actually moved, isn't it? It, it is. And, and uh, Airbus uh, in Mobile has really expanded its presence. They they started with a production line for the Airbus 320. And then uh, most recently, they've been building the Airbus 220 along with the, the other airframe, the Airbus 320. And what's what's great about that that airplane is it is we feel right size for our market. It's 137 seats uh, on on the flight. So if you look at most low cost carriers in the United States, if you take a uh, an Allegiant or a Spirit, Frontier, Sun Country, somebody along those lines, they're flying anywhere from 177-seat aircraft, 186, all the way up to approximately 200 seats. That's that's a big plane, again, to fill for a market of, of the size of Gulfport Biloxi. One of the things that we're excited about with, with Breeze Airways is the fact that it's 137 seats. And so that's, again, we feel right size. They have a number of different uh, seating types on the aircraft. They have what's called their nice product, their nicer and their nicest, which are different levels. And it's an what I call um, an a la carte airline. So when you go to book your airfare with Breeze, what you're doing is you're you're paying for your your um, your one-way segments, and then you can pay for whatever seat you choose on the airplane, as well as for whatever type bag, whether it be carry-on or or a check bag. So it's a again going to be a great addition for the market, and we really hope that people will take advantage of it because you know the way to the way to add additional non-stops that are so desirable for people are to have what you have be successful. So we, we want people to to go out. Look at uh, flybreeze.com, which is how you book your airfare through uh, through the airline. And, uh, again, look forward to having them here in January. Well, so, so again, a, a low-cost airline that has amenities that you wouldn't expect to get in a low-cost airline. 
with uh, really good, nice, you know, uh, equipment. And so you, when you think about a low-cost carrier, maybe even a niche carrier, you think about maybe older equipment that they bought from other airlines or maybe they've been refurbished or whatever, but it sounds like Breeze is all in. They are, and they have. Uh, they, they they started with a with a large presence in Tampa, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. They have a large presence there. They're rapidly growing Las Vegas, and so it's really kind of interesting what their strategy has been. But uh, from a from a network standpoint, they're looking at some underserved markets going to larger markets, and so yeah. that's that's kind of yeah. how we fit there. And and with us, if you think about the two cities that they're serving. Tampa, Tampa, you've got a large retiree demographic. That's a very short uh, stage length flight from Tampa to Gulfport. And when you're when you're coming, you know, an, an hour uh, flight length gives, gives people who are retired an opportunity to come up. They can spend a long weekend, Friday to Monday, or they can flip it, do a Monday to Friday. They can deep sea fish. They can go gamble. They can enjoy our beaches and our seafood. And then if you look at Las Vegas, that's an interesting one too. One, we have 12 resort style casinos on the Mississippi Gulf Coast that were, who are uh, integral to our, our daily operation here at the airport. But, but you know, you've got inbound and outbound opportunities with, with Las Vegas. Vegas is incredibly exciting destination for people from South Mississippi to go visit, but also the casino operators with it being a Friday, Monday rotation that affords some ability for them from that Monday, Friday to go out, conduct business in Las Vegas at an affordable rate, come back. Same thing with those that work for those companies in Las Vegas to come here when they need to. So we think that, those are, yeah. that's good synergy. And so, so we don't have time to get into it, but it would be interesting to see how Breeze goes about finding pilots with the pilot shortages going on across America. I know that's still kind of an issue, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, this is a highly competitive industry. And so anytime you get an air, airline into your market, uh, one, we're very fortunate. Two, we need people to support it because there are a number of uh, impediments out there right now. One, as you referenced, Ricky, is the nationwide pilot shortage. You had that uh, happening before the pandemic. It was only exacerbated during that time. And so that will come back, but it doesn't happen overnight because you've got a, a gestation period for training and it, it takes it takes a while. Also, think about this. Another, another uh, challenge out there is the fact that aircraft deliveries are not what they once were pre-pandemic. And so that slowed for a period. And so now your, your Boeings and your Airbus and others are, are working uh, diligently to, to meet those orders. But again, there's some, there's, some, uh, there's some challenging factors out there. So we're, again, pleased to have the two cities, pleased to have the new operator and, and, uh, and look forward to seeing the service. So we were chatting a bit before we started the show, and Clay and the airport has had double-digit growth. Tell us about that success. So, uh, as I mentioned, 2023 uh, to date has been good. We're up 10% year-to-date if we compare September, which September can, can be a hit-or-miss month. If you think about it, Ricky, people go back to school, and they're trying to get in their routines. But we were up 16%. September of 23 versus 22. So very, very pleased with that, uh, with that growth. One of the other things that I'll mention too, and, and I, I think uh, you've probably seen some of this, we also received a grant uh, from the U.S. Department of Transportation recently to try to recruit 
and solicit service to Washington, D.C. While that's, you know, there's no definitive timetable on that, and that's, uh, that's far from being a done deal, having that grant does provide um, a little bit of a competitive advantage for us. I mean, Washington, D.C. is a tough market to break into. It's, uh, you've got a slot-controlled airport there at Washington Reagan, and for an airline to bring you in, they typically will have to drop someone else for you to come in, and it's it's got capacity constraints because of the population base there and and, and aircraft noise and some, some other elements that are involved. But having that grant, we're pleased with that. That's another target for us at, at some point. I mean, you, if you look at Huntington Ingalls, you look at Keesler Air Force Base, Naval Construction Battalion, Stennis Space Center, that city makes a lot of sense because of the business synergy. Again, highly competitive, and but one that we only want to work, and we were pleased to at least get the grant award to, to provide some some incentive to try to get that done. Yeah, I have a friend of mine, you know, I'm Terry Waldrop, who uh, is probably a million mile flyer because he does a lot of work with Ingalls and um, he's got an office in Washington, D.C. as well. But He's he's doing a lot of connecting in his life these That's days. Right. You know, yeah. that would uh, that would be that would be he would be thrilled to have the opportunity to do that direct flight. So good luck on that. It does make sense, doesn't it? It makes so much sense. The business case we feel is there. I mean, it, it really is. When we look at our top origination and destination markets, and we look at our top ten, it actually falls as number three. Wow. Uh, and the, and then the others in the top. Five all have a nonstop. It does not. So we feel like it's it, it makes sense. But again, it's a uh, it's a tall order, but one we're we're certainly pursuing and hope to have some success. With. So so have you guys done the analysis of the slots and who's on the bubble? <laughs> we we've looked into that. You know, there's always <laughs> talk about Congress trying to in, increase slots, expand the perimeter rule. There are a lot of variables there in the in the Washington market, but. Uh, but yeah, we're we're constantly looking at that and kind of how our numbers fall as compared to others. It is, you know, it is. You're thinking about the nation's capital and the number of people who are flying there. It is kind of odd, really, to hear that they have a slot process. You know, it seems like they would they would accommodate. You know, as much yeah, as possible. I, I I don't know all the historical um, policy decisions that went into that years ago, but when Washington Dulles Airport was built. That played into there being some slot restrictions, and then as the as the community further developed around uh, the Washington George Washington Parkway and Northern Virginia area, that had some implications too. Listen, Clay, I always enjoy spending time with you. Uh, next time we'll spend more time together. I know you got a busy day today, so it's been a, it's been a pleasure to catch up with you. And congratulations to you and your commission for all the good work. Well, thank you for letting me come on your show as always, and thank you for helping us spread the word to your listeners regarding the new uh, the new airline and the two new exciting nonstops. You bet, you bet. This has been Clay Williams from the Gulfport Biloxi International Airport. When we come back, Ashley Edwards will join us. We'll see you after this break. Talk Mississippi Media Production.